Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 171. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Next Step Test Prep, the MCAT podcast is here to make sure you have the information you need to succeed on your MCAT test day. We all know that the MCAT is one of the biggest hurdles you'll face as a pre-med, and we're here to give you the motivation and information that you need to know to help get you the score you deserve so you can one day call yourself a physician. Welcome to the MCAT podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, and if you haven't listened to the pre-med years yet, I highly suggest you do. That is a podcast all about being a pre-med student, including applying to medical school, interviewing at medical school, the MCAT, and much, much more. You can find that at premedyears.com. This week, we have another great episode. Let's go ahead and dive in. Phil, back for some more MCAT podcast. I'm excited for today because I remember learning this stuff in medical school and undergrad going, oh, I think I have this. Oh, I think I have this. <laughs> so we're going to talk about some personality disorders today. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, have, I have somebody in my life that fits all of these, if not me myself. <laughs> so absolutely. Yeah. Th- those fingers are always pointing back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what do we have in store for us today in terms of personality disorders? Again, going off of this AMC content outline, mm-hmm. really diving in, seeing what's there. So I know last week we talked about 7C, but as, as we mentioned, 7C was is like one of the most dense and there's tons of stuff on this one. It's very easy to like slow you down and bog you down. So I thought maybe we would also like stick around in this for just an extra week here and talk about these personality disorders because this is another area that I think students tend to struggle with. Mm. And so the personality disorders, if you had asked me three years ago, what do I need to know about the personality disorders? I'd be like, well, you need to know the different clusters. There's cluster A, which is odd and eccentric. There's cluster B, which is dramatic and erratic. And there's cluster C, which is anxious. A lot of people put it as the weird, wild, and worried, right? So um, these are clusters A, B, and C. But as time has gone by, right, this is like three years ago. Now you need to know, I'm going to say you need to know more you need, because the MCAT is testing this material in kind of like a high level. And so you need to make sure that you know what's the difference between schizoid and schizotypal, which sound exactly the same if you have no idea what those words mean, which is pretty much everybody, <laughs> right? So in cluster A, we'll kind of like talk about these. We have, this is the, the weird right? Um, so this is the paranoid schizoid and schizotypal. I should be careful calling this weird. That's kind of like a, you know, this is a personality disorder. Don't want to be like offensive to anybody, but like these are kind of behavior. These are kind of set by having some odd behavior, 
mm-hmm. right? So the paranoid, this is of all of them, I think this is the easiest one because pretty much everyone knows what paranoid is. Um, and so the paranoid personality disorder is built around this idea of like you're worried about things, right? Like a little bit paranoid, you find yourself uh, a little bit neurotic and focused on things. And I think most people are okay with this. One thing I do want to kind of pause here is there's a difference between paranoid personality disorder and paranoid schizophrenia. And I I don't really want to go a ton into the like schizophrenia types because we're focusing mostly on the paranoid personality stuff. But because of the way that's the way the MCAT's going to test this, I have to mention it, right? We have to talk about like, you know, how am I going to pull those apart? Because that's what the MCAT's going to do. So paranoid schizophrenia is characterized by delusions, right? Like having being out of touch with reality, right? Like I think my my neighbor is is working for the mole people, right? Like that's, that's a little bit, that's a little bit different than paranoid personality disorder. Paranoid personality disorder is not characterized by delusions. This is just, uh, it's like a more realistic thing, but still paranoid. So I have a friend who is a pathologist. And so he just does autopsies most of the day and this sort of thing. And he also just had his first kid. And so he, um, Like he is like we went to a wedding and everyone there was a doctor and he didn't want anybody to hold his baby. And he's like, I I understand. I know they're all doctors. I know they've all probably got all their immunizations and things, but I don't have their (laughs) records and I don't want any of them to hold my kid. Uh, And like it's a little bit paranoid. He's like, I recognize this is silly and stupid, but nobody, nobody can hold my kid. Uh, And so (laughs) like there's, there's a little bit of like worried thing there. He's, he's not worried about the mole people. Right. So it's not a delusional thing, but there is a little bit of like a paranoid personality thing going on there. Just kind of like worried about things that are maybe more realistic, but still worrisome. Mm. So the next two in cluster A is the schizoid and schizotypal. So schizoid personality disorder is somebody who is um, like focused on. Like they don't see the point in social interactions. So why, like, if I ask you, like, why don't you get up in the morning, put socks on your hands, do an impromptu <laughs> puppet show, and then go about your day? The answer would probably be, why would I do that? <laughs> right? Well, I have kids. You know, I like, do that every day. Come oh on. well, okay. Well, I guess you do do. <laughs> um, but you probably didn't do that in your bachelor days. No, no. <laughs> um. So yeah, and so why would? You know, why would I do that? That's how a schizoid personality sort of feels about interacting with um, other people, like social interactions and that sort of thing. Schizotypal is more, um, is different than the schizoid, which is that, like, why would I interact socially? Schizotypal is somebody who thinks uh, in a kind of a disorganized fashion, the ideas kind of jump and maybe the, the language comes out a little bit strange. So they speak a little bit strange. They think a little bit strange. Um, I always go with Yoda. Yoda is a schizotypal personality disorder just because he like the way he speaks isn't wrong. It's just weird. Right. And just kind of an odd speech pattern to that. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone's met somebody at some point that their their logic kind of jumps around a little bit. It's a little bit harder to follow. Maybe the language kind of goes with it as well. And that would be a schizotypal personality disorder. Once again, none of these are like bad. None of these are like evil sort of things, but it's just kind of odd, right? Someone's got like something strange with the personality outside the norm. So paranoid, schizoid, and schizotypal are those those three within the the cluster A, the odd eccentric behaviors. 
So cluster B, we have top of the list, antisocial. Worst name ever. Everyone is wrong about what they think this means. It does not mean not social. Um, because if you think about like the schizoid personality disorder, that's somebody who, you know, like doesn't feel like they should, doesn't see any need to socialize. The antisocial, on the other hand, can be a quite social person. And so this is kind of confusing because why, why did somebody come up with that name? So antisocial is somebody who is uh, sociopathic, somebody who is missing empathy. There's a section of their brain that is missing and they, they have trouble seeing things from other people's perspectives. They very often, you know, this gets talked about that they can go to prison, right? There's a higher proportion of antisocial personality disorder in prison. It's not like you don't have to go to prison if you have an antisocial. It's just you're less likely to consider what's going on with another person. You don't care about their rights and their like how this makes them feel. And um, and so as a result, like obviously you're more likely to commit crimes. Now you can be successful here. And so to just kind of be careful um, with this, my example of an antisocial person is somebody who is like a CEO of a company that's like pushing their employees to do something that's illegal. Because they know that the CEO, the CEO knows I won't get in trouble for it. They will. But it helps me in the long run. And I don't care if it like hurts them or not. Right. That's a little bit of an antisocial um, personality, somebody who doesn't worry about the rights and doesn't really understand how things are going with other people. So we also have borderline personality disorder. Now, borderline personality is characterized by this kind of extreme viewpoints on people like this person's great this person's awful um the kind of emotional um usually extroverted inappropriate um at times and this is one of the only examples that i feel okay talking about with a, like an actual person and that's because there is a a prominent uh person in um in the media who's very open about this and like talks about it. And uh, that's Pete Davidson. I don't know if anybody knows Pete Davidson, but he's on SNL. You watch SNL much? Ryan? I do. I know Pete very well. I mean, not like know him, know him, but uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I know of his, his struggles that he's had recently. Yeah. And so he is a very interesting person. He's pretty open about being, uh, having borderline personality disorder. <laughs> um, and so actually I think he found like the perfect career for somebody with borderline personality disorder, right? You know, a little bit inappropriate, has, you know, kind of like makes extreme claims at times, is extroverted. Like comedian's probably one of the best, best fits for that. He probably shouldn't be working in HR. Um, but yeah, and so that's my, my example for borderline personality disorder. Um, you have kind of like a little bit of uh, that instability going on there. Mm -hmm. um, after that, we have histrionic and narcissistic, which are very commonly confused. Histrionic is somebody who is attention seeking. So a histrionic person, this would be like somebody who um, is always looking for attention, either positive or negative. So when I went to school growing up, um, this is where I date myself and show how old I am. <laughs> uh, we would go to the mall for fun. And uh, I remember going to the mall and there was one of the kids I went to school with who was standing on a table wearing a pink sombrero and serenading a woman at Panda Express um, who was working at Panda Express. And I'm betting nobody asked him to do that, right? Uh, I don't think anybody wanted him up there, but he kind of needed that attention, right? It's definitely a histrionic personality disorder thing kind of going on there. Um, just kind of like needing that 
that attention. Now that's different than narcissistic. Narcissistic, a lot of people think attention seeking, but it's not really the same because a narcissistic personality disorder is looking for um, kind of that, like positive attention, like recognize how great I am, right? Um, and I'm better. There's usually some sort of insecurity stuff kind of like going on there. Um, and there's a lack of empathy, which is kind of interesting and possibly confusing with antisocial, but it tends to be within groups. And so my example of a narcissistic personality disorder is somebody who like goes to the gym and is like really buff and is using like five machines. And I ask them like, Hey, do you mind if I get in here? I say this, like I actually go to the gym. I don't, I should, <laughs> but um, so I'm like, Hey, you mind if I get in here? He's like, how dare you speak to me? I'm so much better than you. Us bodybuilders are amazing and you are, but a weak twig. Right. And like, that's, that's a little bit of like a narcissistic thing there with like, you know, recognize how great I am. Right. And it's, it's us versus them. And there's something that's not the same as antisocial because the antisocial, the empathy is just gone. Right. Like there's something missing and broken where they, they, they cannot have empathy for other people versus a narcissist tends to be like, I need you to appreciate how great I am and you are lesser than I am. And that's a little bit different. So those are the cluster B or the dramatic, AKA wild. Um, so it's antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic, which leads us to the last cluster, cluster C, which is um, avoidant, dependent, and obsessive compulsive. So avoidant, um, my I have a family member who is avoidant personality <laughs> disorder. Um, he wanted to become a dentist and decided that he um, like not to pursue that. And then he didn't want to go to family reunions after that because people were going to ask him about it. And he's like constantly worried and, you know, has this anxiety about other people like asking questions or disapproving or things like this. And um, I think a lot of people kind of struggle with this at times, you know, worried about how other people are going to feel and, and look at this. Um, and so they just start to avoid socializing in order to avoid that, that anxiety and not feel it. Um, dependence kind of the opposite. Dependent is they need to be around people. I, I need people around me telling me that I'm doing a good job and that I'm a good person. Um, and when I'm not getting that kind of feedback, then I, then I feel anxious. I feel like I'm not accomplishing anything, right? I feel like I am worthless. And so they kind of need that external approval kind of coming from things. Um, now, it's really easy to get mixed up between dependent and uh, histrionic because histrionic is attention-seeking and dependent kind of seems attention-seeking. And so, like, how do, you, how do you tell the difference? Well, as somebody with a dependent personality is never going to get on a table with a sombrero and sing to somebody at Panda Express, right? Because a histrionic is looking for both positive or negative attention, just attention. They need attention and that's it. Um, dependent is looking for positive attention, right? They're a little bit more selective and they have anxiety if they're not getting, um, the, the like attention that they, they kind of feel like they, they, they need in order to feel valuable. And then last is obsessive compulsive, which is talked about a lot. And, you know, people will, will say, oh, I have obsessive compulsive disorder or something like that. They, they usually don't. They usually just mean I'm a clean person, right? Um, obsessive compulsive is characterized by two things. Believe it or not, it's obsessions and compulsions. So obsessions are when your brain gets stuck on something. So 
Um, I have a friend who I went to med school with. I feel like there's a lot of people in med school who have some sort of personality disorder one way or another. Um, and I remember asking him like, Hey, do you want to go to uh, a barbecue? Like there's a barbecue festival and there's a bunch of food trucks. Um, and he's like, nah, sorry, it's Tuesday. I got to do laundry. And I'm like, okay, like, do you have a lot of laundry to do? Are you out of clothes? And he's like, no, it's just, no, I have clothes. It's just Tuesday. It's the day I do laundry. And in my mind, I'm like, well, this guy doesn't want to go. That's fine. He doesn't have to go. Right. But at least for me, right. Like laundry day is the day that I am out of clothes. Right. Like I will go, I will go to the store and buy clothes before I do laundry um, <laughs> and have done that occasionally. Um, and so this, like, I, I was just like, okay, this guy doesn't want to go. But then he like came back. He's like, actually, I could run home over lunch and throw the laundry in. And I know you wanted to go at three 30, but if I like sprinted home at lunch and did the laundry and came back and then like went right after school and like went and did laundry, I could be done by five. Is it okay if we go at five instead? And in my mind, I'm like, Oh, this is different, right? He wants to go, but his, he's got this, his brain's kind of stuck on this thing. Like Tuesday's laundry day. Today's Tuesday. Therefore it's the day we do laundry because Tuesday's laundry day. The day of the laundry is Tuesday. Right. And it's like, he's like stuck. You, on said, this you sound like Sheldon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely some obsessive compulsive things going on there. Um, and so, yeah, he has this obsession where his brain is stuck on this yep. thing and that causes him to do something to relieve that pressure. And so that's the compulsion side of things, right? You can be obsessive without compulsions. Um, and so in this case, his brain is stuck on Tuesday's laundry day. The only way to get off of it is to do the laundry, right? And then, so there's an obsessive obsession tied with compulsion. And so that's what kind of sets up the obsessive compulsive like scenario. So once again, you know, kind of like thinking about how the MCAT's going to test to this stuff, right? Like looking big picture, being able to pull these things apart. Um, think, think about how the MCAT's going to ask you, like, which of these are kind of confusing and easy to get kind of mixed up. So if the MCAT were to ask me, like, some guy doesn't socialize with other people because he doesn't see the need, right? And he lives in a cabin in the woods. What kind of personality disorder would that be? Like the correct answer is schizoid, but the wrong answers are going to be things that can be kind of confused, like antisocial. Lots of people would think like this guy's not social, that kind of fits or avoidant because he's avoiding socializing. And so that kind of fits. Um, or schizotypal because everyone's confused on schizoid versus schizotypal because they both sound like nonsense and are just kind of made up words. And so the correct answer there is going to be schizoid, but your incorrect answers are probably going to be schizotypal, uh, antisocial, and avoidant. Mm. And so you kind of need to think like, how am I going to tell these apart? Right. And so you got to be really clear with like schizoid versus schizotypal. Antisocial is, has nothing to do with socializing. It has to do with a lack of empathy and lack of care about other people's rights and feelings. And then avoidant, the difference between that and schizoid, and this is one of the trickier ones, because both of these people avoid socializing. The schizoid avoids socializing because they don't see the reason to socialize versus the avoidant has anxiety, right? Like I don't, I don't want to socialize because people are going to judge me and look down on me and it's going to become a little bit more complex. And so you want to kind of be thinking about like, what's the difference between these, right? Like histrionic and dependent. We already touched on that, but just to like rehash it, right? Histrionic, once positive or negative attention, just attention of any kind. Dependent needs positive attention. They need that approval. Otherwise they feeling anxious. Yeah. 
Another good one. Lots of stuff. Yeah. It's kind of exciting thing, especially when you have like stories, like that's always the best way to remember anything. So paranoid's my pathology friend who won't take his kid to the wedding. Schizoid is the guy that lives in the cabin and doesn't feel like socializing. Schizotypal's Yoda. Antisocial's the CEO. Uh, Borderline's Pete Davidson. Histrionics, the guy with the sombrero on the, the table at Panda Express. And the narcissist is the, the weightlifter. Uh, avoidant is my family member. Dependent you know, somebody who like needs uh, approval from other people. And then obsessive compulsive is my friend who can't do laundry or can't <laughs> go to the thing because it's Tuesday and Tuesday's Tuesday, laundry, day. laundry day. Sheldon Cooper. Yeah. Sheldon Cooper. Bazinga. Bazinga. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. And so again, looking at potentially how the MCAT is going to, to look at this and to test this, what, what might a question look like for this? Yeah, well, they're going to be focused in on those differences, right? Like the uh, histrionic versus um, versus dependent, right? They both need attention. Um, so you want to make sure that you can kind of pull apart the differences between them. Like, you know, we were talking before antisocial schizoid, but also be on the lookout for how they cross over with other things, right? Like outside this, um, you know, we talked about this at the very beginning about how paranoid personality disorder is different than paranoid schizophrenia. Right. And so don't necessarily just think about like, how do these things interact with other personality disorders and how do I tell the difference between these different types of personality disorders, but be on the lookout for things like, okay, how can these relate to some other, um, some other kind of topics, right? Like they could, the MCAT is, is infamous for its ability to kind of like cross boundaries and, and, you know, test something in kind of a way that you probably didn't expect it. So they could ask you something. I know we talked about um, like operant conditioning a little bit last time, but they could be talking, you know, ask you a question about like, you know, somebody is punished and yelled at every time they, they kind of like come to a family get together. And so eventually they start to feel anxious every time, you know, a family get together comes up. And so they start to have this anxiety and, and problems dealing with this. And so, you know, what kind of personality disorder is coming from this? Well, that's going to be an uh, an avoidant personality disorder. Um, you know, once again, kind of crossing the boundaries due to some sort of um, Skinnerian uh, operant conditioning. righty. So hopefully some, some good lessons learned from this. Go back, listen again and again, start making some flashcards and hopefully you'll get these questions right on the MCAT. Some free points yeah. for you. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, I mentioned this at the beginning, but the MCAT has been testing this pretty heavily from what I uh, have gathered from my sources. Uh, <laughs> the MCAT really, really is putting a lot of emphasis on these personality disorders. And it's very easy to miss them if you don't spend any time on it. All right. So there you have it. Another great episode for you of the MCAT podcast. You can find all of our episodes at MCATpodcast.com or you can subscribe in your podcast player of choice, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I am an iOS user. I highly, highly, highly recommend Overcast. That is the best podcast player in my mind for iOS. Unfortunately, they don't have it on Android devices. If you are looking for some more MCAT help, go check out Next Step Test Prep social media accounts where they have questions of the day, 
and much more information about everything they're doing at Next Step Test Prep. You can find their social media at Next Step Test Prep or Next Step MCAT. Sometimes they change that up as well. Go find them again, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Next Step Test Prep or Next Step MCAT. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT Podcast. This is MedEd Media.